Hey, welcome to The Deep End, which is just a super casual conversation about life, love, and faith, and other weird and crazy things between two BFFs who press record. This is where we like to give less answers and ask more questions, the place where we're not afraid to talk about the real things and sit in the awkward moments of the unknown. Thanks for hanging out with us. Okay, so... We've covered a couple pretty intense conversations. Yes. This is just going to be like a quick while you cook dinner podcast. If you do that. That's actually one of my questions. We don't do that. (laughs) If you're one of those sweet wives. And also props to you for cooking dinner. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously, Tyson would love it if I cooked dinner. Um, Okay, I'm going to go first. Okay. What is your Starbucks order? Go. Oh, venti cold brew, heavy cream, and sugar-free vanilla. And you know this is true because I got it with you today. Yes. Which almost never happens because we're, we're in the same room. <laughs> yeah. oh, it was actually man. pretty good. I understand why you get a million pumps of vanilla in there, though. I, I do. It doesn't because it's sugar-free vanilla. Yeah. And it's – so, okay, confession. I, I used to order tall coffees. And I've slowly progressed to ordering giant coffees. You're so welcome. And now I'm at – yeah. That's kind of <laughs> – yeah, that could be your fault. Um <laughs> And now, yeah, now I drink giant coffee. So it sounds like a lot, but it's not. Yeah. It's a keto giant. one, right? Yeah. Your keto drink. Yep, nice. that's my keto drink. Nice. Yeah. All right, go. Okay. Um, favorite pick me up when you're grumpy. Oh man. Um, coffee instantly. Like and what's the order? <laughs> the order <laughs> is most likely a grande blonde roast with one shot of blonde espresso. All right. It. Wow. Yeah. But if you're Tyson and you made me mad and grumpy. Then if he shows up with flowers, I'm like instantly not. I'm actually mad about it because (laughs) he's like done some real bonehead things sometimes. And he'll just like show up at the house with flowers. I'm like, no, I want, I want to be mad at you. (laughs) I'm not ready for this to be be mad at you. Yeah. (laughs) But I love flowers and coffee. Aw. Okay. How often do you cook at home? (laughs) That's legitimately one of my Okay. So right now I'm working three nights a week, which is more than usual. Um, But before that, I tried to cook every other night. And wow. yes, and and the other nights we'll do like leftovers, except mm-hmm. Ish doesn't eat leftovers. He says he will, but he doesn't actually like them. So <laughs> he doesn't eat leftovers. So the other nights are like, we'll be either at my parents or okay. we'll get dinner out because we're out. But I try to do every other night right now because I'm working three nights a week. It's like lucky if it's two. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of bad. But I do. I make I make meals all day with yeah. the kids because yeah. I'm home all day. So like you have snack for lunch we all got we just joked about that earlier <laughs> snack lunch like what do you want for dinner nothing we're having snacks so that you actually eat what i put in front of you <laughs> i know I, i'm just gonna keep making them food that they don't eat and letting them throw it away because i can't not like i can't give up feeding them yeah. food <laughs> we just all feed our kids white bread and crackers it's chicken nuggets forever that yes. can't work forever seriously <sighs> What about you? Oh, wait, are you going to answer your own questions? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, I will. (laughs) I don't cook at home often. I think on the weekends, really. Oh, yeah. Um, But that's real generous. Tyson cooks mostly in our house. Okay. He also does the dishes. I I hate doing the dishes so much. I will do them now that he's working (laughs) a little bit more. Hey, that was one of my questions. Yeah. (laughs) Your least favorite chore. (laughs) The dishes are my least favorite chore. Hands down. What about you? You just did my dishes today. I mean, but they're your dishes. I'm trying to help out in your house. I see. All right, all right. My least favorite chore is most definitely bathrooms. Oh, gosh. I hate cleaning bathrooms. Yeah. And I also have a three-year-old boy. 
who's oh, potty trained. No. So I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm just, I told Ish, we're going to need new tile because <laughs> I don't care how much I clean it. Like it just, just still smells like someone peed in here not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like in the paint. I'm going to need to redecorate it. Oh boy. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so my least favorite chore is bathrooms. However, if I listen to a podcast or music, I can clean the whole house and Dude. never lose energy. So that's my new thing. Like to just listen to something while I clean. That's smart. It really I actually helps. learned this trick from um, Laura Tremaine. She, at the time, was Hollywood housewife. Mm-hmm. But she said that she sets a 15-minute timer for... And she's like, most chores don't take as long as you think that they take. And so you literally, for however many rooms in the house you have, you just set a 15-minute timer. And when that timer goes off, you're done in that room. And you move to the next one. All right. And so I can clean my entire kitchen in less than 15 minutes. And it actually bums me out that I wait so long to clean it. <laughs> Because I'm like, that took me seven and a half minutes. Like, why do I do this every day? Yeah. And then I set big lofty goals that I don't meet. But yeah, set a 15 minute timer. And then when that's done, you move to the next room, 15 minutes in that room, 15 minutes that room and you're done. I'm going to try that. I'm more like a, like a spastic Roomba. Like I just start going and just go (laughs) with whatever's in front of me at the moment. See, that discourages me because I never finish the room yeah like it okay, still that feels messy to me that's true because i can start in the playroom and end up in the kitchen and neither room is clean yeah. so yeah your there's theory a little makes more, more sense. clean okay they were before. yeah <laughs> okay what are you reading right now oh that's one of my questions no okay yes it is okay i am reading um you are the girl for the job by yes. jess yes um, shameless plug yes yeah, it's, it's not even a plug it's, it's just not. like a, you guys should book. read this book yes. i'm i'm going through it with um my sister-in-law and it's just like a couple times we've gotten together and said, okay, this chapter. And every time we're like, she just tells the truth. Like, mm. it's just, yeah. like, everybody needs a girl like that in your life to be like, hey, have you thought about this? Mm. Like, have you asked these questions about, yeah. like, I just read the chapter about your friend group. And it's mm. like, it's very, it's very real. And it, it just asks you to take a look at your friend group and what it's doing. Like, yeah. what... How is it functioning? Is it creating, yeah. is it building bridges or, or walls? And it's like, dang, nobody ever asks me that. Seriously. Um, and she's not, the crazy thing about Jess is she doesn't tell you what you should be doing. Right. She just asks why you're doing what you're doing. Yes. And she's okay with you being like, okay, this mm-hmm. is great. Like, keep doing that. Or maybe you need to rethink it. See, I don't know her in person. So I, she's the same. So when I read the book, I feel like I know her in person. So I'm just going to pretend like that's who she is. Yeah. But it sounds like that's who she is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The book is incredible. And the title like makes it sound like it's going to be like a Christian girl self-help book, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It like the first chapter is it's time for you to quit and quit trying to be this and this and that. That So good. And just get on board with what God is doing. It's going to be infinitely better. Yeah. But it's so good. It's giving me life. I literally think before I do something, like if I'm doing something that causes me stress, mm-hmm. I'm like, am I stressed because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do or am I stressed because I'm trying to be the best right. at this thing? Mm. Like, am I trying to be the best mom right now or am I trying to make yeah. up for lost time? Am I trying? I gave up with being the best mom. That's oh, not man. a thing anymore. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm not. It's so freeing It's though. so we'll, freeing. We'll have to talk about that, but yeah, it is freeing to just quit, yeah. quit all of it. Yep. Yeah. And so just do you. I love her so much. Yeah, she loves it. <laughs> if I had a spirit animal. That's what I'm reading right now. I'm also reading, you are reading it too. Um, okay. Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, yes. which sounds real weird. But <laughs> because it's a book for dudes. Because it's a book for dudes about dudes. And um, Tyson just did uh, John Eldridge's boot camp. Mm-hmm. And so when he came back, he was like on this 
you know, we need to go fishing and I'm going to take my one-year-old hiking. And I'm like, you do <laughs> you can do one. that. No. I'm on board for that. He, I have a hiking backpack. I'll let you take it home baby. with you. Oh, stop. That. He's like, we need to break things together. And I'm like, okay, I need, <laughs> obviously need to read this book because I don't know who this new man in my house is. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, it's good though. I recommend it. That's cool. Um, okay. What's your favorite thing to do with your kids? Oh man. My favorite thing to do, they're so different. Like all of them together? <laughs> yeah, like if you have them okay. all together. I love going and exploring, like, but not outside. I don't like being outside, especially in Texas. But I like, like we have this museum in Austin called The Thinkery. Mm-hmm. And we don't go very often, but I love like going and being like, let's go to The Thinkery and taking them to spaces that are not my house that they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. They can, like, I like watching them create and pretend and mm. make paint on walls and create yeah. little gadgets together. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's my favorite, like, activities. That's cool. Yeah. What about mm. you? Um, I think my favorite thing to do with them is... I, I can't be home because mm. then there's other things to do. But one of my favorite things to do with them is art. Mm. because they love to do art yep. and I and I'll just sit there and even if we're just coloring like I'll just sit and color and we'll be like talking and I'll be looking at their picture and they'll ask me about my pictures and they'll get like discouraged and be like I want it to look like this and we'll mm. talk about what it's supposed to look like and yeah. why it's awesome the way it looks like um and then the other thing I like to do is just go anywhere mm. I like to like if we have free time I can always be convinced to just leave the house for the whole day, even though I have what? stuff to do, <laughs> like the zoo and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like new new places with them is fun. New adventure. Your kids are really um, cooperative. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I mean, they're kids, That's but they're great. very like they can rally around a cause real quick when you're That's like, let's true. go to the park. And they're like, yes, everybody shoes up. Like, right. Yes. They're just very like, all right, let's do it. I We're try to hide together. them up for things like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My kids are like, okay, but have you seen this toy that we were just playing with? <laughs> so brave puts on her shoes like four times before we ever leave a house. That's so funny. Um, okay. Who do you call when you need to know something you don't already know? What? Wait, say it again. If you say Alexa, no who do you call when you need to know something you don't already know it depends on what it is but Mm. most likely my mom yep like most likely i'll be like mom what is this yeah (laughs) tell me tell me what this is generally if it has to do with like taking care of the kids or like some life skill it's gonna be my mom Mm. um but yeah that's pretty much it Otherwise, I'll just Google it like everyone yeah. else. I don't know. I thought that was what else do Mine's, do? My answer is Google. You Google it? Yeah. yeah. And then I'll on. use like my mom or my sister. If it has to do with the kids, I'll text my sister because mm. she has three boys and she's ahead of me. Okay. And, oh, that's you. right. Because she's older. Yeah. I'd be like, does this rash look normal? Right. Oh, yes. Is their arm going to fall off? <laughs> yeah, that goes to my mom for sure. Yeah. Yep. All right, go. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, you have a weekend alone. What do you pack? <gasps> Oh, dang. You only get three things. I thought that was going. (laughs) I only get three things? Yes. Weekend alone, and you only get three things. Okay. Black skinny jeans. Okay. Dry shampoo. And my book. I don't know what I'm wearing on top of the skinny. Can I be an outfit? (laughs) Maybe you should have gone with an outfit. Yeah. (laughs) Or we could just assume we would be taking clothes. I'm already wearing. Okay, hold up. (laughs) You're already dressed. I'm already dressed in black skinny jeans and a black sweater. (laughs) And I'm wearing, or I'm taking dry shampoo. 
I'm taking a book that I plan to fully read, but I'm only going to get a couple chapters yeah, in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and probably headphones. No, okay, yeah. yeah. That's real. I see that. Okay. What about you? Um, yeah, definitely books. Something to write. Mm. And... Oh, shoot. Mm. Probably headphones. Because yeah. there's an, a wealth of things you can access with your yeah. headphones. Like, totally. you got music and books and all kinds of podcasts and stuff like that. Like, And as a parent of small kids, I don't wear headphones often. Yeah. I, I have a paranoia about not hear, hearing them. Oh, interesting. So I don't wear headphones to sleep. I don't sleep with a sleep mask because I have this, like, I think it's because I'm an eight and I'm afraid of being out of control of my situation. Yeah, sleep masks are really uh, debilitating. I'm like, that is an extra step if somebody is in my house wow. I have to take off right. my sleep mask. <laughs> that's, that's deep. I don't have time for that. You know Evelyn sleeps with a sleep mask on? What? Have you? Seen? It's adorable. I'll no. come home from work at night and I'll walk in and she'll be wearing a sleep mask asleep in her bed. That's it's adorable. Only, I should try that with my kids. It's super cute. I don't know how it started. She found one at a store and just wanted it. I thought she was just going to play with it and then she started sleeping with it. Yes. Like, All right, whatever. Okay, go. What do you wish you would have known at 21? What do I wish I would have known at 21? Yeah. Like, what would you tell your 21-year-old self? I would tell my 21-year-old self to be where you are and plan less. Mm. Yeah. 21-year-old Christina was a planner. Oh, my gosh. You know that I just, like, I love a plan. Hmm. Like, a good plan. Not like a, today we're doing this, that, let's yeah. schedule it. Not that kind of plan. Like a vision, like a goal, like a dream. Like mm. I'm a, like that kind like of plan. Like in five years, This is I'm how many, uh, Yeah, be. and these are the steps, and this is how long it'll take me, and these are the things I'm going to do to make sure I make it there. Um, but I think I would have just done that less and been where I was hmm. more. But I was getting married at 21. Yeah. So, and you make so many plans when you first get married because it's like, oh, okay, totally. we just started this life. Where are we going to go with it? Yeah. And it's like, that's cute that you think that you get to take it somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's cute that yeah. you think you're going to live your whole life in the next five years. But in that, like, I stress so much about situations that I didn't know how they were going to turn out. Mm. Just such a waste of energy. Yeah. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can do that. But since this hypothetical question is allowing me to, yeah. <laughs> that's what I would do. What about you? What would you tell your 21-year-old self? Gosh, I would probably tell her to sit down. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I think, so I think at 21, and maybe people think this about me now, but I think at 21, <laughs> I was so, I had already lived such a long life that I just, I was, I was ready to do everything all at once because I was afraid my life was almost over really yeah like hmm. i had a plan to be like married and i had a plan to be married graduated and having kids by the time i was 21 wow really how, know how did that how, work out but <laughs> took me in a whole extra 10 years to do all the things i mean good thing because yeah, yeah. but i would probably tell her to because now i'm dealing with the repercussions of never sitting down hmm. so now i'm like forced like physically my body is not functioning the way i need it to function yeah. and like I'm having to sit down, whereas if I would have like taught myself to be slower, mm. younger, I may be able to just have kept my cadence now. Um, but in all things, in my loudness, in my opinions, in my blogging sphere, and I just read back now. You put like, a lot why out there. Did people listen. You wrote like, it down. Yeah, like <laughs> why did I have? Fr- I was. 
I mean, I was just like a know-it-all, for lack of a better That's word. That's exactly but... why I never blogged. I was like, I'm <laughs> definitely going to regret all of this later. All of it. Even in 10 years. Okay, so the difference now is that in 10 years, we might regret things we say on this podcast. Oh, but totally. I, but I just care less. But I think we're saying we have we're less solutions. Less. That's true. I and we're just no acknowledging. Solutions. Yeah. Like, this is just what it is. Mm. And if yeah. somebody has a better way of doing it, feel free to, like, yeah. shoot us a text real quick. Yep. Um, but yeah, I would tell her to sit down. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn? Yep. Okay. Um, Here's the last one. I'm out of questions. You're out of questions? I can make some up on the fly. All right. Let's see. Okay. How about... What do you pray for the most? Oh, gosh. Um, That probably changes, but... It does. I think right now, I pray for direction. Mm. Like, I need God to tell me right or left. Yeah. Like, I want to know exactly where he wants me to go. Yeah. Which is really frustrating because he doesn't do that often. Yeah. So I'm praying for it a lot, hoping that he'll change his mind one of these days and just, like, shoot me. Just be like, all right, fine. Yeah, go Here's left. Here's where you're going. Go left, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't, and so I just keep praying for it. Mm. Yeah. And then I pray for sleep. Like, in the middle of the night when rhythm is, like, stirring. Oh, yes. or I'm like, please, God, just let him sleep. Yes. You have please, a one-year-old. Please, please. I think that's a common thing that we yeah. pray for when we have one-year-olds. Please just by your supernatural power let him stay asleep. <laughs> That's so great. What about you? That. What do you pray about? Um, I think I think lately the the thing that I pray for is like a is supernatural like God mm. showing up. Cuz I used to pray for like God make me better and stronger. Mm. And now I'm just like, all right, you just show up and I'll try to get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that's um, good. But it's and it's actually like changing the way I do a lot of things. Cause mm-hmm. like, I think I was telling you about this, but the one that I started with was patience. Cause yeah. I was realizing like, okay, like I have a level and I run out. And once I run out, like there's no good that comes yeah. out of that. And I realized like everything and ev- not people, but just like culture in general was really permissive about that. Like, well, of mm-hmm. course, like you, you know, everybody has their limit. And then I was like, wait a minute, but I have a, a God who has no limit uh so why am i relying on myself like i know that i have a limit yeah and i know it ain't that far deep yeah. <laughs> so why don't i just call on this wealth of patience mm. and supernatural power that has actually promised to, to make me up. patient yeah yeah to make me more patient and show up um do you feel like you're more so, patient yeah so what happened right after that is i had a really hard week with the kids but Dang. i felt it's but before i would have a hard week and I would feel like a bad mom. Mm. But this time I had a hard week and I felt like a faithful mom. Mm. It was really like God removed the performance aspect and was just inviting me to watch him change my heart. Interesting. Through the process, through the process of having to be patient. Like yeah. when you pray for patience, you get a lot of opportunities to be <laughs> yeah, patient. <laughs> like that's what happens. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing. I think I think what's happening too is the more I pray for that kind of showing up um of god and like the reality of the supernatural like i'm believing it more does that make sense Mm, yeah so so yeah that's what i've been praying for more like a supernatural like showing up here's what's weird for me because i consistently play the devil's advocate okay for myself in my head when i'm like okay god i want to see you i want to see you and then i start seeing him it's almost like when you say like you get a new car and you start now seeing the color of your car everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is this your revelation or has it been here the whole time? Mm. And I've just been dull to it or numb to it or 
Or am I making this whole Christianity thing up in my head? That's literally <laughs> oh a thought that flies through my mind sometimes. It's worth asking. I'm like, what if I'm just making this whole thing up? Mm. Um, but I think giving yourself permission to like see the things and hear the things and ask the questions is well. It's so not huge. like God can't handle them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like if you yep. if you're asking like, is this real? Do you want me to do this? Like he's not his feelings aren't hurt. Yeah, like that. We yeah, you know, I don't know that we're questioning. I feel like him. we always have more space than we think. Totally. Because he's the father. Yeah. And we're like his kid that he loves so much. Yeah. So, you know. Dang. All right, next question. Did Is you it you? Or no, me? I think it's oh, you. Oh, it's me. I'm out of questions. Right? Um, okay, wait, no, I have one. Okay. What is the hardest thing you've encountered about being a working mom? Oh, gosh. The hardest thing I've encountered about being a working mom is, I guess... There's a few hard things about being a working mom. Yeah. And I think that, I think the number one thing is, like, when you've, when you've stretched yourself, for me, being a working mom, I'm in too many places right now. Mm. So, like, I'm not just a working mom, because plenty of people are working moms, and they're killing it. Mm. And, but I am, I, as a working mom, in this season, am stretched way too thin. Mm. Uh, Like, I'm in, I'm trying to do too many things. But, um, I think the hardest thing is feeling like everything is getting 50%. Mm. Because it's not, like, what's the point of that? Like, what's the point of of giving 50% to your job or giving 50% to your kids? Hmm. So feeling like, and because I'm a three, I don't want to give 50% yeah. to anything. <laughs> and I'm like, an I'm, eight, that I'm, so I'm like, you got 50%, you're good. You yeah. got 50%, you're good. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think... I think it's that. It's feeling like I'm not giving anything mm, what it needs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the best thing about that is realizing that it's like God's just going to fill in the gaps. Mm, yeah. And I, I used to think like, oh, it's going to be so terrible if I miss my kid's bedtime three nights in a row. Mm. And yeah, it sucks. But like they're getting bedtime with their daddy. Yeah. yeah. And they tell me about their day. You know, they tell me about their night the next morning. And I get every morning with them and every day with them. Mm. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to be, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to be joyful in it because I do feel like this is where God has me right now. Yeah. And so I'm not just going to sit in that season and complain the whole time and miss it. Mm. Right. Like I don't want to miss what he's doing because he will do something. Yeah. If I don't just complain the whole time. Or miss the, the newness of what, because really Mm. at the end of the day, it's an expectation versus expectancy right like Mm. we have this expectation of who we should be or what our home should look like or what bedtime routine should look like based on right a hundred different variables but the expectancy is like but they're still good and they're still Mm. okay and they're still they have two parents you know that you have a husband that can put your kids to sleep so that you can go to work you know and so Mm -hmm. it's it's releasing the expectation of but this is what it should look like. Right. And because it's not measuring up to what we saw in our heads, we mm-hmm. feel like it's less than instead of gauging. Like I do this with, with my kids. It's like I gauge. I'm learning to gauge where they're at. Like do they feel like they're getting less mm. than or do I just feel like I'm giving them less because of some measuring stick yeah. I saw a long That's, time ago. That makes you know? sense. Um, On those like, lines, I think I try to make sure too that I don't influence whether they think they're getting enough. Because yeah. it turns out, if I complain wow. a bunch about my job, they complain that I have to go to work. 
Mm. Like, what am I modeling for them in that yeah. in that moment? Because they're yeah. they're watching me. Yeah, they're watching me deal with this season of work, and they're going to remember it. Especially yep. like Evelyn's older. Yeah, so she's going to look back and remember when I was working for however many years doing yeah. this job. Yeah, and and she's going to remember. Did I complain the whole time? Yeah. Like, what did I? What was it like? Like, why? And they ask me, why do you go to work? And I mm. I tell them like, first of all, I love my job. Like, I actually do love yeah. my job. <laughs> yeah. It's really conflicting yeah. because. Some people ask me, like, if you could, would you quit? And it's like, and I want to say yes, but I like my job. Mm. I like it. Like, I want to be able to do it all, which is yeah. not shocking because yeah. of the three. But um, I'm I'm trying to model, like, a gratefulness to them mm. and, a, and a purposefulness in the work that it's not just trudging along. Yeah. Um, because I because my perspective influences their perspective. Yeah. That's where I was going with that. That's absolutely good. Um, okay, last rapid fire question okay just flew out of my head <laughs> i had it which means the it? last one is mine oh uh, nope because i'm out of questions oh okay <laughs> related to that how Welcome do you to our podcast. yeah right <laughs> where we run out of questions yes. to say. okay how do you okay this is a big it might not be quick but how do you find or create rest in busy seasons oh gosh like when you need to slow down but you just cannot slow down I'm literally the worst person for this. So am I. I That's not why rest. I'm asking you. Okay. <laughs> Neither of us rest. Someone call us. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. please tell us what, what you do because I'm not good at resting. I don't do it naturally. I don't like to rest. I don't find productivity in rest. I'm like one of those people that's like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> um, but my body is literally forcing me to slow down. But mm-hmm. one thing I feel like is restful for me, a version of it, is I have no problem putting my kids to bed early mm. so my girls actually all of them rhythm goes to sleep at 6 30 every night but the girls are like starting their bedtime routine at 6 15 mm-hmm. um we're done with dinner by 6 p.m we're in showers or baths or brushing hair brushing teeth so they're in their beds by 7 p.m um wow and a lot of people are like that's really early how do they go to sleep and they don't they totally do right. go to sleep <laughs> But I know that they're going to be up for an hour anyways talking, mm-hmm. and I really like my husband, and so I feel like if I'm exhausting myself trying to get them to sleep and dinner and doing all the things, and mm-hmm. then I'm trying to spend from 8.30 to right. 10.30 with Ty, and that's like the short amount of time, Yeah, um, we just that's just never worked out for us. So mm-hmm. I guess forced rest, what's restful for me is like spending shoulder time with Ty or... Um, we yeah. talk a lot and like actually creating space for meaningful conversation. Yeah. So that doesn't really answer your question because I don't feel rested, but I feel <laughs> you're trying. <filled>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, see, that's I good. like talking with him actually fills me mm. up and I love. And maybe mm. that's like the difference. Like maybe that's an important distinction. What is rest? Mm. Like what is true, yeah. like quality rest that will actually carry you through? Yeah. Because Netflix is not like yeah. Netflix and ice cream doesn't count. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know for me, it doesn't because it doesn't make me feel energized. Yeah. So like if I, so if it's nap time and I'm like, I just can't, I can't do any of the things I normally do at nap time. And I just sit down and watch Netflix when the kids wake up, I'm not more ready for them. Mm. I'm like less ready because I've checked out instead yeah. of like filling myself up. Like you're saying With what works. Yeah. So yeah. But there's some nights like that. I Netflix and re- and ice cream, or Netflix and chill is like exactly what I need. You know, I'm like, you know what? There's that show we've been really wanting to watch and we have yeah. two hours to do it. Like, let's do it. I but. think it makes a difference when it's nighttime too. Yeah. Cause you're with, well, for like Ish isn't home in the day. It's yeah, me by myself. 
And so I feel like TV is more beneficial because Ish likes to unwind mm. with TV. Yeah. And, so it's like and he's a shoulder together. to shoulder. Yeah. So we'll like Breakdown. be together, but not necessarily doing anything. And that, that downtime is super important. Yeah. But. Okay. I remember my question. Okay. Yeah. What is the, and we'll probably do a whole podcast on the Enneagram, but what's your, <laughs> no, what's no. the favorite thing about your number? Oh, What's you, your favorite thing you about your know number? know that I have a hard time with my number. Why would you ask I, most such a thing? Most people do. Most do people most don't. people? Most people have a hard time I don't time know. Accepting. I feel like ones are just like, yeah, that's right. That's me. And everyone else is, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I was watching this. Oh, my gosh. I have, to show, I have to show you this. There's this video that is like a, it's a song about the Enneagram. Is it the Rhapsody? It's, yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. I was it's dying. It was trend. so funny. Yes, okay. So. so my favorite thing about my number my favorite thing about I'm a three, and which is the achiever, which is a terrible name. What else do they call it? <laughs> Nothing else. I'm going to rename it something else. You should. I will. I'll figure that out. The next I episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think, I think the most favorite thing about my number is that, is that we, in our healthiest place, get stuff done. Mm. Like important stuff. Like yeah. things that matter. Yeah. So in my so that's how I see myself in my best light that I in my healthiest that I can get things done that mm. matter and that that might inspire other people. Mm, in like good. a real way. That's not really not like a dang sheets. And this is something that I'm really struggling with is because I do take on a lot and it might sound narcissistic but it's real like that's mm. where I'm at. I don't I don't want people to look at me and think I could never do that. Mm. I don't want I don't want that to happen and I like you don't want them to look at what you're doing yeah and and feel like I can't do yeah I don't I don't want that to happen ever because Mm. I don't feel like I'm handling like a boss like I feel like you know what I mean so I I would want what I'm doing to inspire people to find out what they are passionate Mm. about doing I think that's where it's at so you're not accomplishing or achieving so that you feel better about yourself you're like if you accomplish and achieve, but nobody else is inspired by it, you're right. Like, that matters That's a waste to me. Time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because what what am I going to do with all the achieving that I do for myself? Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. There's no point. That's huge. And so, but but if I can, if another girl can look at me and think, okay, I can do this. Like mm. I can, I can homeschool my kids, or I can, and it might not be my thing, but or your thing, but um, or I can work at night and be at home in the day or mm. I can lead a Bible study or I can um, just meet up with a group of girls and talk about a book. Yeah. Because I know that like they'll find purpose and meaning in pushing themselves to. So. <coughs> That's I what know. I tried to mm that but. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I've been talking for a while. Okay, but you have to answer that question too. The favorite thing about your number. Oh gosh. I also don't like my number. Um because this I is a natural like I this has to happen we're gonna hate it until we're gonna learn we're learning that's true <laughs> i think in my healthiest state i've seen myself manage crisis and comfort people at the same time mm. so i feel like my favorite thing about my number is that i can bear a lot of weight yeah and i can i can walk through a lot of hardship um with people for people on behalf of people on behalf of myself um but yeah i think that's my favorite thing right now i do i am interested to learn like in health and as i get myself healthy in all the areas 
how to not take control for other people's like how to let go of control on other people's destiny so yeah. like if i see something in someone and they don't want the same thing how to mm. not how to just be okay with them yeah. living their own lives you know and yeah. making their own choices mm. um i think that's gonna be really important with my kids but yeah yeah i love that i can comfort and love people strongly at the same time yeah that's that's really powerful yeah so all right all right well nap time's over our, our kids are infiltrating our space <laughs> yes, and that's real <laughs> all right you can all find right. us on instagram facebook or you can text us we love talking with women talking about women talking about life love and faith and we hope you learned something all right bye love you love you